Hey, 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 this is Raw Dog Shaw. This is Brendan Abenda, a little under the weather. Oh, sure, you're rhyming today. <laughs> I woke up feeling good, mad, and now I'm feeling mad, sick. So crazy, because I woke up feeling like I'm good, good. <laughs> <laughs> good, good, good. Clearly not. <laughs> and now I'm just going down. Mad, sick, down. and no good. You know, it's so kiss me as cold outside. That's the problem. Well, you know, it is winter here I in know, New York around these times. It's really cold. Usually and cold. It's so inconsistent. That's the problem. I love this weather, so I can't complain. With a little light jacket. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> However, what I could complain about is here it is. So two weeks ago, but two, when did um the widow came out? Like about yeah, about two weeks ago. Last week. Mm-hmm. Um, me, my sister, and my a couple of my other friends, we went to see Good the movie. Friends for life. Anyways, we went to go see Widow, and before <laughs> Widow, we decided, hey, we should get some drinks. However, you know, going to the movies on a Friday night is very stressful. Everybody's rushing for work. work. <laughs> exactly, rushing for work. And then you want to get there early so you can get a good, you know, a good parking because you went to the UA in Sheepshead Bay, oh. which has changed tremendously. I, you know, when I used to go there, I used to have smelly carpet. Mm-hmm. I can see lift of the carpet or whatever, but... Do they have reclining seats? Yes, it does recline. I mean, yeah, like you can bend back. You don't really like... Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> it's I not like... movie at reclining seats. Even I was talking because I was like, yo, are you sure they have like assigned seats? Because I, I need to get an assigned seat. She's like, yes, they do assigned seats now. Like, all right, whatever. Yeah, assigned seats. I'm not going they, into me. FYI, they had a police officer, like, right when you go in to give you a ticket. I'm like, why do we need a police officer at the damn movie theater? This is the life that we live in? <laughs> no, that is that is ratchet. But I used to talk about theaters that used to have cops checking your back. You used to go to a metal detector. Like Green Acres, remember? Never went to that. That was uh, that's, how, that's why I never went. Because when I heard they was doing that, and they used to have to go through your bag and your metal detector. That's crazy. But you think about it. Well, you're definitely safer when you get in there. Yeah, Anyways, so before we went to the movie, we decided to get a drink, and we didn't want to go somewhere too fancy, I guess, or we somewhere too far. So we was like, listen, I was like, I do not want to go Fridays, but then it was like, it's right there, right behind the UA, and I'm like, listen, we just going to get a drink. So we went there, whatever. And you tell me how you feel about this, because you know, you have children, you know, and so you can basically lend your knowledge on this. But when I sat there, you know, we sat like at, not at the bar, but right next to the bar. Like the high tops. Correct. Mm-hmm. And we saw this couple come in with a, with a kid. So they originally all sat at the like I guess the, the bar tops right next to us however the couple decided to go to the bar and leave the kid sitting there on his own so I didn't peep it at first and I'm like what's going on here but then I see they ordered food brought the food to him and then went back to the bar so this little boy you can imagine sitting there alone was this his father or just I'm not gonna lie I mean okay. my friends assume that it was that it was not his father and she was a mother you know, I don't want to assume I don't know what it was but it did seem like there's he, a video we'll be posting it oh yes you will be posting it because I was appalled I was like are you kidding me this kid they came out together regardless you decided to bring your kid on this date or whatever I don't know if she couldn't get a babysitter I don't know what it was but then you had this kid sit on his, on his own while you sat at the bar very with your tacky. man very tacky tell you these single women the father, man but even if it was the father it's still very tacky. tacky. Sit your dumb ass on a table like with the kids. Do y'all go to bars that have uh, places for kids? Correct. <laughs> <laughs> Right. That's not in the hood, though. <laughs> That's not in the hood. <laughs> Only white people can do shit like this and get away with it. <laughs> Bars that have kids. Yes. She has parties in these places. <laughs> yeah, so, I mean, I mean, we're going to post a video. You guys tell me what your thoughts are. Maybe you put up a poll or something, but I thought it was very, I thought it was very sad for this little boy to be sitting eating alone while, his, while his parents or his mother was sitting at the bar. 
sad. Let me talk about eating. On Thanksgiving morning, you know, I woke up with my plan in mind, which was cook nothing, not even boil And dine out. So I had to run um, an errand, and I called you up. I was like, yo, let's hit up our favorite breakfast spot, Cafe New Luck, because... With the Aunt Jemima pancake mix. morning, they should be open. So I picked her up. We flew down downtown to go to Cafe New Luck, only to find out it was closed. Mind you, Cafe you're about to lose some more bonus points from me. You can't get a working phone number on your stupid Google lookup. You know, you look it up and the phone number's there. Anyway. But the restaurant next to it, called Verdi on Smith, was open. So I said, well, you know what? Let's roll in. We no, you, and you had said, you was like, oh, I, I think I wanted to try this place. Yeah. So I'm so like, I a little menu, but I, and we looked it up, and they seemed like they specialize in doing brunches. So I said, no, it's brunch, Thanksgiving brunch, man. What do you do? Let, <laughs> let me go, let me go. So when we got in there, you know, they tried to put us at a two-top table, and I felt like we needed a little expansion space. <laughs> so I told the guy, well, can we go to the fourth table all the way at the back of the restaurant? This was a mistake. The worst mistake. Because as you know. (laughs) I should have took the first date. (laughs) Her view was of the kitchen. Well, I didn't see the kitchen. I saw the outer room to the kitchen. So, like, where the girl was, you know, where they kept the silverware, the napkins, where they were packing food to go. Because they looked like they do a lot of Uber deliveries. Where they had the bread. But on the countertop was a loaf of a French baguette, I would call it. (laughs) Just sitting there. And so, you know, while she and I were talk, was talking, I was looking at the bread because I was so kind of confused why this bread would just be laying on this counter while she was putting bags up, bags down, et cetera, et cetera. And then I saw a bread, a, a bread basket go out. So I was wondering, like, wait, I didn't see her put on her gloves when she did this. So after that, I had to intently stare at what, I, what she was doing. And when she so I didn't have bread, her full attention. You can imagine. She cut the bread, putting her hand on the bread with the knife. Cut, cut, cut. Cut the bread in two. And then put it into like, she folded up a napkin, put it in a bread basket, and brought it to our table. She basically was just touching the bread all around. Cutting more bread, kind of moving it from basket to basket. Ugh. No glove. Um, even our bread that we did not touch. I told the waiter, we're not going to eat this bread. We didn't touch it. This was a test. And gave the bread back to the girl. She put it back up for the next table. I have a video. <laughs> Which we will be posting. The thing about this is, you know, in a reputable restaurant, such as, you know, you go to like, you know, Capitol Grill, these kind of fancy restaurants. They'll have, the, first of all, you don't even see these kind of things. But normally, if you, when I have seen loaves of bread sitting somewhere, there is a big cloth, like a napkin, mm-hmm. where they will fold the napkin to touch the bread, to kind of hold the bread and oh, then cut it with a knife. There was no napkin. There was no napkin. The it was, was a bear on the, 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 yeah, the sitting there. The chopping block or whatever it was, yeah, they had there. And this girl, first of all, she, sp- she spoke limited English. No English. No, no. And no. I'm thinking to myself... Oysters? Yes, because I felt like I wanted oysters <laughs> from morning breakfast. And yeah, she didn't understand. I was like, yo, Benda, stop talking to her. She doesn't speak English. And she's like, well, she has to speak something because she's taking out order. I'm like, no, she's not. She doesn't speak English. Bottom line is, we told the owner. After, the, well, this, this whole, yeah. there was yes. other things that happened. Oh, yeah. We Tons. waited for forever for our food. When my, first they bought out two wrong meals. I ordered French toast. They bought out two, two French toast. French toast. Yeah. No, sure did not order French toast. Then they came back. They came up with some mystery plate that must have been sitting in the kitchen. 
It didn't bring uh, ice cream. They bought the yeah. They bought the waffle out the ice cream scoop. It was just and t- the and ice cream was like briars. And my food was burnt. Yeah, so they had, she had to recook her food, which took forever in the first place. So then I had to eat in front of her and then wait for her to get food. You can't eat alone, right? So there was eat a few things wrong with this restaurant. And then the guy came over and he apologized profusely, saying that oh, you know, it's wait, he said it's crazy, and then they, they wasn't expecting this crowd because it was yeah, Thanksgiving. And they comped us our drinks. And they comped us. My breakfast. Correct. So we didn't really pay for anything. I mean, that was a silver lining in all this. <laughs> it was a blessing. But still, I could not live without letting you know. Birdie on Smith, not sanitary. <sighs> Sad. So back to the movie, The Widow. So The Widow. So, let me, so I went to see it also. Mm-hmm. I went Saturday. You know, I went to a reclining seat theater. You have to book your seats in advance. Unfortunately, by the time we decided to go... The only row available was row A. <laughs> that went down. I must say, I had great seats at the UA <laughs> without booking it in advance with reclining seats. We're so close to this theater. Why did it you was just like we reschedule? Had to watch the movie in two pieces, like part A and then switch to part B <laughs> because the thing was so close. But we had reclined. So I reclined all the way back. Like, I was, like, laying The down. entire time to watch this movie. You had to. Cause it, and, and there was no other way you could have seen this movie. So, that was my experience. But what were your thoughts on the movie? Thumbs down. Damn. I gave it a sideways so, thumbs. I'm so disappointed. I like the theme of the movie. Like, I like the whole point of the movie. Like... I mean, just feel the execution. Yes, but you know the thing about that piss. I don't think it failed, but it could have been better. Like I mean, Benda is a she is a critic, a hard critic to please when it comes to movies. I mean, there's movies that people enjoy, like Wakanda Forever, that she Black Panther, but that she's like, I don't know how I feel about it. She's a hard no, you did not. Because the first day I said to you was like, but anyways, I don't think it was that horrible. I just would have probably saw it at home. But the thing about it is that what pisses me off is that they always have Viola Davis with a white man. Why is she always with a white man? Number two. Which I love that guy, though. That's the guy from Taken. Isn't it Harrison? What's his name? Harrison? Nelson. Was Liam Nelson? Well, yeah. I would say for Harrison Ford. <laughs> <laughs> but there were some shockers, you know. There was some shockers in terms of the guy, spoiler. yes, but it was a sh- shocker with that. I was like, wow. I mean, there were certain things that even when they you thought they got it, they were gonna get away, but they didn't. It was just yeah, it was a few things that I did appreciate in the movie. It was, but it just kind of fell flat. It just it fell yes. flat. Yes, like on the scale of one to ten, I would give it a six. Okay, okay. Consider it a strong. I give it an eight. Yeah, the person I went to the movies was like, no. Even while the day, I was like, this movie is so. And he kept saying, it's not that bad. It's not that bad. I'm like. Silver lining guy, get out of here. <laughs> Yo, for me, my cousin kept talking through the movie, like making little comments. I'm like, shut up. And the thing about it, I wasn't even sitting next to her. Like, I was <laughs> on at the end. And I'm like, why you keep talking? I kept giving her a look like, shut up. I mean, and then there was a little drama at my theater. Cause, come on, we're in Brooklyn. I don't know where <laughs> yeah, she I don't know where Ben to see this. But somebody was sitting in somebody's seat. You know, the previews already started. Then I heard a countdown. So my, well, my cousin said she heard a countdown. My sister said the girl was like, I'm giving you like 15 seconds to get up my seat. 15, 14, From 13. Countdown. Countdown three. <laughs> Gave her a countdown. Everybody was like, "Come on, man! We all want to see the movie. Just have a seat." But someone was in this lady's seat, so then the security guard had to come in. I don't know. It was a hot mess. Did they pause the movie. 
No, it was a preview at the time, but they they had sit somewhere else. That's part of the movies, man. The previews. Oh, all the other movies, I will not return to. Oh yeah, we're gonna come back and see this. We're gonna come back. What I do is, I want to see Aquaman. Did you see that preview? Oh my god, that looks like, and that's what Droga with his fine. So it came out. I thought it came out this weekend. I was like, ready to go back to movies this weekend. I'm looking at like December twentieth. What? Yeah, that look I'm like it's gonna be. In to yeah. See that. And Creed two came out too. Yes. So, so I wanted to. I, that came out this weekend. So I think I'm gonna try to see that. So I mean, the review okay. would. Uh, I mean, I would give it an eight. Bender would give it a six. You can check it out for yourself. You, you can just wait till I give it an eight. Ugh. I think some of the pieces have been made up for where it lacked. I, I did appreciate that. I mean, come on, Viola Davis. I love her. She did. She's she always did. crying with the snot nose. But the thing about her, why does she keep wearing heels? She can't walk in them, oh. bro. Like it's like a man walking the heels every time you see her. It's just like, oh, like a and the heels don't even be that high. Anyways, on a sad note, well, speaking of in that movie was on fire yeah 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 I mean she always dresses nice yeah on point yeah <laughs> I could give her that like how to get away with murder exceptionally but um on a sad note speaking of widows um there was a death of Kim Porter and this came very sudden for folks I mean obviously because she was what 47 years old when she passed you know pretty sad too young to go and, you know, they said um, Diddy had a few, of course, some lovely words to say about her. You know, obviously, they had a great relationship. They had three kids together. I didn't even know they had twin daughters because you never even see the daughters. But they had Christian Combs, which is the 20-year-old, and then they have two younger daughters. Um, and, unfortunately, it's not a, you know, there's people saying that, oh, she had pneumonia for a few, like for a week or so, that she contacted the doctor and said, hey, I'm still not feeling well, and then she croaked right after. Um, there's, they don't really know the real reason Right after? Croaked, yeah. Uh, well, she passed. I'm sorry. Yikes. <laughs> when it's your time, it's just your time. That's the bottom line here. Forty-seven, seventy-four. And it's crazy because Diddy had just posted that whole thing with saying how great she looks. And she, I mean, she did look great. Mm-hmm. Um, and they were comparing her. Yeah, model. Yeah, modelesque model. I mean, Puffy always has these model-looking chicks anyways, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, he spoke some lovely words about her. She was buried in Georgia, her hometown. Um, of course, celebrities attended the funeral. But, you know, it's just sad. I mean, it goes back to you just never know. Faith said. I didn't even know. Oh, yeah, Faith said? Mm-hmm. You know, I never even knew that her son was the guy from Star. Yes. Uh, I was like, really? Okay, well, you know, I'll be sure. Now looking at it, he does. So she had four kids. I believe so. Mm. I believe so. But, no, you know, rest in peace, rest Kim Porter. Sleep in peace. Sleep Power in peace. In peace. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> no, you can't use that because... <laughs> You cannot use that. Anyways, um, sadly enough, there was some other sad news. I don't know if you heard about the security, the hero security guard that got killed. This is just a sad. This is America. And this is what we enter. This is America segment. This is America. Mm-hmm. This young boy, Jamel Robeson, um, 26-year-old security guard, working extra shifts to buy his kids, you know, with his kid and his child's mother. I think he was expecting another child. Um, Christmas gifts. He's been picking up extra shifts at this, at this bar. Um, I think the place was called Manny's Blue Room. Yeah, Manny's Blue Room. So there was these guys, I guess, that got into a scuffle in the club. They left the club, but came back. You know, I don't know why people always do that. They leave, then they come back. It's like, oh, I'm going to get you. So then they started busting shots when they returned, and he detained one of them as they were trying to flee the scene or whatever it might be. Uh Melothian Police, which is at the Illinois. Malothian? Yeah, mm-hmm. wow. police officer. That's a county right there in Chicago or whatever. They came, whatever, I guess, try to, you know, intervene as usual to kill the black man. 
And as he was detaining one of the, you know, one of the shooters or one of the, you know, the potential guys that was with this crew, um, they shot him. Wow. And, you know, I just think about how the hell did that happen? They said the bystanders were saying, hey, he works here. He's a security guard. They shot him. And unfortunately, he's dead. So you can imagine the community is in an uproar about this kid who was a hero. But I think this goes back to cops making decisions to shoot first and ask questions later. Correcto. Because they think that they're in danger. And this guy clearly had a shirt. I mean, there's disputes that he had a shirt that did say security in the back of it, which people usually do. You know, he was in. But then, some, you know, the cops are saying that he did not. His, his clothes was unmarked. Regardless if he had a, a shirt saying security guard or not, again, you ask questions first. And I'm sure he was yelling out, hey, it's, you know, I'm sure there was some dialogue. But, of course, like you said, shoot first, ask questions later. So, yeah, unfortunately. This happened in Milwaukee also. And this happened, like, last year, 2017. But the reason why this came out now is that they just the police just released the body cam footage of what happened. Basically, these cops are going up on the roof, a one-story roof. This guy is on the roof. They say he's hiding behind the AC. You can hear them talking into the you know the mic, and they're like, he doesn't have a gun, but he's hiding behind the AC. And this guy, his name is Jerry Smith Jr. They immediately go up. The man puts his hands out like to say, "Okay, my hands are out, not up, but out." Mm-hmm. The cop shot him. Three wow, times. three times. Three times. And, I'm, and I think in the video when you see it, like you can see he shot him. The guy went down. Like, why are you still shooting? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he survived, but he had to go several surgeries, and he'll have per- suffer permanent partial paralysis in his right leg. My gosh! He should probably have to use a wheelchair for the rest of his life. Or one of those walker chairs or whatever. Um, Sad. They, they shot him. Right there, the poor man dropped to the floor. People could say, and the people were screaming, he doesn't even have a gun. He doesn't even have a gun. But, as you know, no one cares. Look at this guy that lives in Maryland. Um, he lives in the DMV area, which is District of Columbia, Maryland, and Virginia. He was at his house. He was locked out. He called the lift to take him to where he was going. And while he was on his way, he saw a man intoxicated lying on the, on the street. He picked up the intoxicated man and walked him home because he knew the guy. He was suffering from the death of a family member. So he took him to the house, and as he was walking back, the police came and said, we've heard a record of an intoxicated man. He was like, yeah, I just took the guy home. Mm -hmm. Maybe someone else must have called the police. And the cops got this guy, pinned him down. And people were like, what are you doing? He's not the intoxicated guy. He's not the intoxicated guy. And the cops was like, we got a record of somebody being intoxicated. And it was like four of, like four cops with this one yeah. guy like b- banging him against the car. And, you know, this guy tried to be a good Samaritan. And now because he tried to be a good Samaritan, he's facing four counts. And he's basically trying to get the media to pick up these stories. And the media is just like, whatever. It's not really important. Wow. Yeah. That's crazy. You know, the thing about it, and you think about it, like in the, the initial shooting I talked about in Chicago, it said that Kanye West had donated 150 grand towards the burial of this kid or whatever. And it's nothing that brings this person back. That's the bottom line. And this guy's going to go, he's, he's locked up now, has a record for what? For helping someone? It just makes you feel like shit. I mean, at the end of the day, we all have to. We just have to do what we have to do. We have to help each other out. But it's just sad that you reach out to help someone and you're the one being penalized. This guy was a music producer, Sam I.R. You don't know his name, but that's his um, Instagram name. Sam underscore I underscore R. So if anybody wants to look him up, that's a That's a guy that, that was wrongfully uh, arrested? In Maryland by the Silver Springs police officer. Sad. So you know I love Cardi B. Oh, you love her. 
Um, and everyone knows that she launched a new fashion line, which sold out. Fashion Nova. In uh, two days, I mean. Uh, <laughs> Are you lost for words? With I the, am, the, I'm the lost <laughs> for words when I look at the quality. Let's, you know, let's look at the good and bad here. I appreciate the fact that this clothing line starts at extra small and it ends at 3X. You know, inclusivity for all. Small, tall, and... Short. Fat. Skitty. <laughs> but, Cardi, some of these outfits that you had are not set up for the plusser sizes. Tons of... People would disagree okay. with that, though. Oh, okay. You know... The- As a plus-size woman myself, <laughs> I do believe that there are... Just because, oh, you know, they say... And I don't believe this is a plus-size woman. I believe this, period. Just because they make it in your size does not mean you have to buy it. Correct. But some people look at it as, hey, they made it in my size. <laughs> Who's going to buy it? I should buy it. But everything is like a body kind dress. <laughs> everything is a bustier. Tons of velour and furs. I must say that the 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 look, uh, the line Cardi B's line on this it's, it just looks tacky. I would not purchase anything. And you know I'm not an avid Fashion Nova um, shopper, but I have bought pieces for them, and I probably would if I'm looking for something specific. And I know Fashion Nova has it. Yeah, because you know they usually have the type of clothes you need when you're going out. Oh no, as you said earlier, uh, what, what what do you how do you want to look if you go buy Fashion Nova clothes? And I'm like, what do you mean? <laughs> She's like, it's trash. I'm like, what do we have to look? Initially, you was like, it's trash. And then you was like, well, how you want to look? And I'm like, well, if I buy something, what do you mean? She's like, she wants to look like a hooch. Why you got to be a hooch? Why just can't be a little sexier? Isn't that a better way to phrase that? Right. Sexy. (laughs) Anyways. But, I mean, it's just Um, horrible. Too sexy and the fashion of a line for me, the Cardi B, it's, it's horrible. I mean, I'm glad for her that she got this whole endorsement or whatever, but the quality of clothes, I mean, it's sold out, I guess, because it's Cardi B, but yeah, the quality yeah. of clothes or, is or like whack. The tweed suit that she had on at, yes. at the basketball game. Today. And she always looks nice. I mean, most of you see her, she looks nice. So I don't know why would she even endorse this line looking like, it looks like, why now, would I wouldn't even say Joyce Lessie, maybe like a Donice, the $10 store in the hood. Wow. I don't think it looks nice at all. Wow. I'm sorry. Sorry, Cardi, you won't get my dollar. Yeah. We'll see. Maybe round two will come up with something. Maybe something more flowy. Anyways, speaking of celebrities and endorsing, Black China? Can we say White China? That's what we need to call her. White China. Um, anyways, White China came out with this line of white and licious. It's called for two fifty per jar. Okay? $2.50? Wow. $2.50. That's how much she's charging. Us. Us dollars. In Nigeria, she charged us. I don't know what the what the conversion. conversion that must is. be like sixty million naira. Naira. Naira conversion is crazy. But, but she's launching her, you know, her official brand at Lagos, Nigeria. But I'm the, doing the Afrobeats she dance. Went to Afrobeats party. <laughs> shaka Afrobeats. shaka. Yeah. Anyway, so she's going to Nigeria to launch this, and she promoted this um, state. And hey, guys, come check out my line. And it's sad, especially with somebody named Black China. Perpetuating colorism. Wow. Very sad. And we've spoken about colorism here um, with, with you know, what's her name? Spice. Spice or whatever it might be. And Spice did it in a different way where she was, you know, bringing awareness to it. But to know that someone is actually out there. Someone who doesn't have any, I mean, Black China, she doesn't represent most women out here, first of all. Um, 
she's not qualified for anything real except for sleeping with freaking Kardashian. And so it's just really troubling to know that she's out here perpetuating this kind of colorism in black folks. And it's just sad that anybody would even buy this. And what I did respect, because you know, you hear a lot of things about Africans as well as Jamaicans bleaching their skin. Yeah, Vibes Cartel. You hear these people bleaching openly. Like it's a, and now you see Vibes Cartel's son is also bleaching his skin. So it's, you can see it's a trend, especially the Africans. I don't know. Very sad to know Africans are bleaching. Very sad. But anyways, um, Burner Boy, who's an artist in Nigeria, he posted on the gram. He said, you can come and shake your booty, Shah, but leave that poison in your house. Basically telling her, we do not want to see you or, you know, have your product in our country. And she got, into, from what I understand, got into a couple of fights or arguments mm-hmm. while she was there. Because mm-hmm. she's actually in Nigeria now. Posting, posting, posting. Posting. So, I mean, very sad. You know, the supply and demand. If people didn't want to have lighter Correct. skin. Correct. She could not sell Which it. Which is very sad. And if people want it so badly, they're willing to spend 250 us dollars. So let's get it right. You know, it's sad that she's perpetuating this, but if there's money to be made, there's money to be made. Uh, it's what they do. Sadly. Color. What about color? Speaking about color, there was an interview with um, Evelyn Pompeo. You know, I don't know her real name. I know her as Meredith or the, uh, Grey's, <laughs> oh, Grey's Anatomy. Um, but she was on a panel with Gabrielle Union, Gina Rodriguez, Emma Roberts, you know, some other actresses. And, you know, she said something very profound. And it's, it coming from her was really, um, it was really something. It was really touching for her to say, you know, the day in itself had been incredible and there was tons of women in the room. But what she mentioned was that she didn't see enough color. She said, I didn't see enough color when I walked into the room today. And, you know, she mentioned that it's the responsibility of, you know, her and Caucasian people. It's their job, responsibility to make sure that we speak up into every single room we walk into and to basically do better and including, you know, and being diverse when we're looking at, you know, uh, a set. So I thought that was real respectable of, you know, Ellen, because she doesn't have to say that, you know, um, she could be in her white world and just exist and be in a room filled with white people and feel fine. But for her to request and to kind of make an observation that, you know, is not enough diversity. I thought that was cool. You know, Gabrielle Union was shaking her head like, yep. It's true. But, you know, that's, you know, we kind of think that because of the current climate that all white people are crazy. That's not true. Some of them well, yeah. you still see, you know, we still have a couple of liberals out here Correct. that see things the way they're supposed to be seen. So, you know, shout out to um, Meredith. I love you, Meredith Bay. Yes. I love your cool persona on TV. <laughs> um, so, talking about, well, no, we didn't talk about this, but everyone knows we spoke before about Tony Braxton and Birdman being engaged. And yes. This crazy ring that he gave her. Ridiculous. Um, so, Tony Braxton was on a Delta flight. She left her Louis Vuitton <laughs> um, travel case on the plane. Uh, and basically, in that case was her engagement ring as well as several pieces of jewelry. So, she went to social media instantly saying, like, oh, my gosh, will somebody please return Bonnie? The name she... Uh, Gave to her engagement ring? Uh, no, of her luggage. Okay. She calls her luggage Bonnie. Uh, will somebody please return Bonnie? And uh, someone returned it. She posted on Instagram, hey, yay, Delta found my luggage. They returned it. You know, Delta is my favorite airline, et cetera, et cetera. But so unfortunately, most of my jewelry items are missing, including my engagement ring. Whoever borrowed it, please return, return it. it. I promise no, promise no questions asked. Come on. No one's returning that ring. It's like... <laughs> 
a small country crime. Well, even the jury. I mean, you think about it. If somebody comes forward and actually gives a ring, there's going to be questions raised, where's the other jury items that was there probably. She says no questions asked, but then everybody's looking at that person. Because let's be honest, this is one of those people that probably cleaned the plane. No. Oh, no, no. You that know, thing. wait, do you know who did it, Brenda? Because you no, sound pretty no, confident. The people that clean the plane, they cannot do it. You know they get searched when they come off the plane. Who else would have done this? If this no, was... but when they clean the plane, when they come out, they get patted down. Searched? Yeah. There's like a security guard watching. Why do you know this? When I was loading with my mother the last time on the wheelchair, we got to the desk <laughs> people. Always roll with your mom if she's in a wheelchair. You get I'm through fast, you, man. You I'm get through. I'm not using wheelchairs from now on. <laughs> I don't need it. But sis, push your sister. So I can get on that plane. Push. Coming out is the problem. You got to come off the plane. Last. Fast. But going but in. They take you straight down to checking at customs. I'll tell you that. Get me in a wheelchair. <laughs> um, but, you know, if someone returns it, I, no, but you said you found, you were saying that you found out that uh, they were doing this because when you come to the plane, so you saw them searching them yeah, they as searched you waited. Yeah, they were coming out. Yeah, definitely. So if you take something, you can get in trouble. It's not like when my husband used to work from Metro North, he used to bring home something every day. Like, oh, I bought six umbrellas today. And I bought him a laptop, but we gave it back, and the guy gave him $100. Oh, you see? It pays to be good, but I don't know about her getting that ring back. She Never. said she seems very hopeful about this, so good luck to her. Yeah. But she was saying that she was supposed to be getting married this year, by the end of the year. Well, I mean, let's be honest. Birdman could buy her another ring. That ring was ridiculous. I mean, her punishment for me would be, guess what? You get a lower grade of ring. Instead of spending $50 million, I'm just going to spend $40 million. How about that? <laughs> Whatever. So, they had this article, you know, you have flagged for me, too, and about this woman who went to Facebook because when she was looking in her boyfriend's nightstand, she found an engagement ring. Oh, yeah. And, um, I think Wendy spoke about this, too. Wendy Williams. <laughs> so, basically, she wrote, Ooh, self-shame Friday, here I come. Found this in the BF's nightstand. Not a fan. Please, Rose, and then tell me how to tactfully say no. You need to get sad. something different. She's sad. I mean, I'm not going to lie. This ring, <laughs> it's not a look-up. But... To go to Facebook and talk about it. Yeah, that was it. I mean, you might consult with your close friend or whatever and be like, yeah, you know, I did find this ring and I, I'm assuming it's mine. First of all, the funny thing about it, it would be crazy if it wasn't even for her. Mm-hmm. That would have been hilarious. But it's just like, you know, I would talk, if I didn't like my ring, I would kind of probably say it to my friend, like my real friend, like, yo, yeah, he got me this ring. Mm, it's okay, but you know, no, it is what it is. It's not okay. I'm going to post a picture. It's not really okay. Wait, wait, wait. But somebody else might like a ring like that. Yeah, but. That's they, your opinion. The, which is true. But you know, you find yourself in a position. How do you tell somebody that you're with, like, yo, what you did is not good enough. Thanks for the gift, but it ain't great. See, that's your personality. You can, you can never tell someone it's not good enough. What? No. No. Come on. You have to be able to hold people accountable to a level of... This is material. This is a materialistic thing, though. So what? Materials can be good? Silk versus cotton? There are different materials, and they have different... Yeah, standards. but for you to say, oh, and this is something that I, I'm no, I know. I could only imagine the pressure a man feels when they have to buy their woman a ring, because you want to make sure it's the right cut. Because, first of all, despite the fact that you want to make sure cut, clarity, all those things are in line, you still got to say, is this the type of ring that, you know, kind of exhibits who she is, right, somebody that she not. likes? So, I mean, definitely, I, I wouldn't go to social media on it, but I would speak to the person that was proposing to me. I would say yes, and I would say, Right after? I don't know. Not right after. When, when would you say it? When? 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 I, would look at, I would keep like looking at the ring with a sad face. <laughs> like, <laughs> and then what they say? 
What's wrong? Every time you look at me, you look sad. It's really not my stilo. That's a bummer on a man's ego. Like, this is really not my style. But then guess what? This goes back to the thing. Maybe you really don't know me. If we've been Based together, on a ring? If we've been together all this time to get married and you're going to buy something for me, this is something that you should have done a conversation with that's on the low, on the list. A discreet you conversation. You should have to my friends. You should have done something if we've been together this long and you want to propose to me. You should know the kind of person I am. You know what I'm saying? You should know that I'm not like the flashiest person. Or even if you walked into a store and just kind of looked down at rings and was like, oh, as if it was a but maybe, But maybe he thought he got this. Maybe he was like, yo, not I got this. not a god. But I'm telling you, it goes the same way. Somebody knows you and then they claim they know you, they're with you, and then they buy you a gift that's just totally not you. You, you, you have to you, now. You have to just accept it. No, you have the ability to say something. I think there are things that you can say. Hey, I would have appreciated if this was a little bit tall, you know, shorter, whatever it might be. But then I think an engagement ring is very touchy. Like I don't know. I think at some point in time you can you know kind of sway it and like yeah, but this one would have been a little bit you yeah, know I mean, whatever. I have to tell you, I went with my husband to pick up my engagement ring. That's whack. I did because he had proposed to me. But why? Before I got a ring. Yeah, but I think he still we went to get a ring. So I was able to pick something that I wanted, and then he was able to talk about his budget while we were there. So that's how we yeah, were able no. to get it. Yeah, no. I mean, I like the fact that... But you did talk about the type of ring you wanted, didn't you? No. Oh. I did not talk about it, but I mean, as you, you said... Drop that solitaire. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think he knew that I'm a, a simple yet classy person. I think, you know... Simple yet classy person. <laughs> <laughs> and he kind of knew what I wanted, but, you know, again, if I didn't like it... I don't know, like, anyways. But, so that's we, a whole other topic, though. Yeah, but we talk about this lady who, you know, comes out after you're about to marry somebody this long, and they they. Now I thought what she did was ring. coming out with the public was very nasty. Tacky, yes, tacky, tacky jacket, and then basically people on Facebook are telling the guy, "Yo, you should break up with her." Well, break hopefully the her. guy knows. But you know, this is the thing about it. When do you know somebody? You know, because if he knew her, he would have known that that was not something that was surprising. And that's the question. When do you? When is the real you show up? Or maybe he does know that. Listen, maybe he does know that this is not the ring that's really for her. But right now, this is what I'm able to afford. And now, and maybe he'll explain that later on. Maybe you could say, "Listen, I know this is probably not what you want, but yo, I'm gonna get you something big. I'm gonna get the upgrade." People talk about the upgrade all the time. Whatever. But back to just when you're dating somebody, when can the real you stand up? Can the real, can the, can the real slip shady please stand up? And you know, let's say you meet people in different avenues. You meet somebody in a club. You know, I met my husband at the club. You meet somebody at a, a wedding. You meet somebody in, in several places. You can meet someone Correct. down the street. And when they see you, your face is beat to the guards. You got on your makeup. You got on your lashes. You got on your wig. You got on <laughs> all of these things that make you you when you're in the road. But when now, when does the person meet you, the real you? Without all of the makeup, without Yikes. the lashes, without the wig, when do you meet this person? Well, I'll tell you this. Like, you know, I have a friend that she's dating this guy. And, yo, she told me the other day. She was like, yeah, I just took off my wig and I rested it right there on the table. Really? And, I, yo, I was like, <laughs> what? Are you kidding me? Really? And, you know, I'm not a person that wears wigs, but I'm just like... Or, like, weaves like that. But I'm just like, why would you just take it off and... Like, why did you do that? Just take it off and rest it. Was that a necessity? Did he tell you? You thought he was going to grab onto it? I mean, I'm sure a guy knows when a girl has on a wig. Or kind of has an idea. crazy. (laughs) (laughs) But, and her response was, listen, this is me. He got to know this is me. And I appreciate that. I appreciate that. I appreciate you saying this is me. But 
you know, that might be a little crazy. Like, I know <laughs> crazy. when I sleep in the night, I wake up in the morning, my breath doesn't stink, but sometimes I do dribble a little bit on my feet. I notice. So in the morning, I probably have to wake up and dust my face up before, before I he gets up. Before he gets before up. Before I turn my face <laughs> to the sun. So, you know. Yeah, I am anal about this jewel thing because I know I drool as well. I'm like, yikes, so I get up. <laughs> wipe, your, wipe your face like right away because you don't want anybody to see you dribble in the nighttime. But. But then also, too, I did have this friend a long time. I mean, we're no longer friends, but she's always with the long weaves, always with the makeup. I mean, her face is always beat. Every day of her life, she wears makeup. She doesn't step out the house unless she has on makeup. And I used to wonder, like, yo, how does... Oh, and she used to always... Oh, she put me on to, like, a full-body magic suit. <laughs> That's like a full-body faha. But, I mean, this thing was snatched to the god. So you would think, when you see her, like, wow, she has a nice shape. But I'm wondering, and what's happening? that thing off. It's probably all flapping out. And I mean, she had a man. (laughs) She had a living man. And I'm sure he saw, you know, I'm sure he saw the difference. But it's like, why would, I I was wondering, why would a guy want somebody that's, a girl that's so superficial? I mean, does that make her superficial? I mean, that's just the way she likes to hit the streets. But you know, like, think about me. I personally enjoy, not enjoy, I will walk through my house naked, straight. From upstairs straight down to the basement. And this is no panty, no bra. No panty, no bra. Okay, just making sure. See, I'm like prepping to get back to go to the shower. I'm getting the visual. (laughs) Go to the shower. So I take off my clothes in my bedroom and I'm going to walk to the bathroom without my clothes on because I'm not going to take dirty clothes into the bathroom when I'm standing right next to my hamper. That's crazy. (laughs) Now, if somebody else is in my space, like when my husband was there, he was used to, I'll be going to the shower. See ya. So I'm walking naked back and forth. Now if I'm I'm dating somebody new. When do they get the full experience of me? I think it's when you're comfortable. I mean, this person, if you're dating someone and you've already, you know, slept, you know, slept together, um, they they know how you look. So it depends on when you feel comfortable being butt naked walking you around. Know how you look and then see it how you look. <laughs> Two different that, things. You ever see that side phone <laughs> episode where he's like, this woman always walks around naked, but there's some things you just yes, can't do. Naked. Cough, open jaws, bend over. <laughs> so whatever. So yeah, it's just like you don't know when does the real you stand up. Some people really believe up front you just present who you are. And if the person is taking for what it is, then it is what it is. But I think also, too, I don't think you should automatically say, listen, this is not going to work. Because I, I really believe in the beginning, I like the beginning stages of dating, right? When people think when you you're meet perfect. Persona. Yeah, it's like, you oh my God. You, it's like- <laughs> you had a name for this before. I can't remember what you called it. Yes, um, I can't think of it now. But yes, uh, the representative. When you meet the person's representative. I love the beginning of that. Like, I like, you know, saying, wow, this person's great. They're awesome. Like, you know, you're not really seeing too much bad things. You really argue. It's just true bliss. It's like, this is what relationship's about. Until, like, year two hits. And you're like, this nigga. (laughs) (laughs) He ain't got no money. (laughs) He used to be taking me out all the time. (laughs) Or this guy is dirty. Why is this, you know... I knew from the the, the beginning of uh, my relationship with my husband, it was like, yo, his bathroom always used to be clean. I'm like, yeah, this is great because I need, you know, how I feel about bathrooms. And even when we were like, we finally moved in together, I mean, this was like years later, I was like, wow, he really keeps the bathroom clean. Like, I was impressed. Like, this I is really not a fake. He's really fanatic about bathrooms. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, this is great. He really does keep a bathroom clean. But again, I think I enjoy that moment of seeing someone perfect in a way. And then as time progressed, then you see little by little, all right, I see what okay i see what he does like you kind of notice it and still make an assessment in your mind am i willing to deal with this This is a major red flag and kind of move forward like that but when we think about 
you know, people coming in. It could just be the physical, your wig, your makeup. That is important too. But what about your mental state? When does the crazy you show up? <laughs> if there's a crazy you, like everybody's got a crazy you. Don't push me over. I would say like an alter ego. Don't but push me over the edge. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that could, I mean, mentally, I think if it's really a mental issue, you can't help it when it could come out. It's just like, just snap. <laughs> it's just like, snap. And we talk about, you know, guys dealing with crazy broads. We did talk about this before. And, you know, again, I'm sure these are the broads that, of course, you do not see them as being crazy when you first meet them. And, you know, especially when a guy is done with the girl, they're always like, yeah, that bitch was crazy. She was crazy. But she probably was crazy all along, and you did not see that. But like you said, sometimes you're just concealing it until the right moment when you need to get crazy and sometimes you need to get a little crazy on a dude, dude. Don't play the ass either. you need to kind of show them that you can go to the next level like don't take me there because i can really get there you know what i mean so so you know i read this article and they basically there's always an article that you should tell your mate or your partner up front when you meet them so that they can kind of early on not up front but like early on in the relationship you know you should start off by talking about your goals your hard and fast goals is the things the things that you just have to have in your future let them know, like, you know, I'm going to law school whether I have to rob a bank or not. I'm going to do those things. So the person can make a decision whether or not they want to be a part of those goals. I'm, I'm a little, I'm, I'm a little touch, you know, on, on that subject, I'm a little undecided because, you know, I feel sometimes when you tell somebody exactly what you want in the beginning, then if they're not willing to do that, they'll probably tell you what they think you want to hear. And then you'd be fooled. All of a sudden, you're like, hold up. I told this guy I wanted kids. I told him I wanted to get married. And that's what he told you. But in reality, he didn't want that. But he, did, he didn't want to leave or not pursue the relationship for what it is. Grade. The other day, they did an episode where she is a matchmaker. And when she got to the place where she was supposed to meet the guy that they matchmaking her with, she met a different guy who was there for another blind date. Mm-hmm. So the two of them got together and they had food. And she said, you know, there's only one thing someone could say to me that's going to make me not want to date them and at the end when they were walking out he was like my god these single mothers they're so desperate aren't they they're so desperate and she just stopped walking and he was like that was is it is that the one thing she was like yes I'm a single mother but I'm not desperate but my children are my priority it was great meeting you and she turned and walked and that away. was it that's it so um, they said the next thing you should talk about in the beginning of your relationship is what you like and don't like during sex I agree with that yeah, you know. I mean, it's never too early to say, hey, I don't like you to put your penis in your butt. <laughs> or for a guy to say, hey, don't put your finger there. I mean, I don't know. I well, think I like a finger there. So you can be like, let me get that. Hell out of here. <laughs> no judgment. No judgment, Number man. three, you should let them know if you have any addictions. Like, you know, I used to do crack. So I'm staying away. I don't think you should really tell someone that up front. Because let's say... I'm a bad gambler. I spent my whole paycheck last week. Or let's say they're like a recovering alcoholic. Would you tell somebody that up front? You have to. Because now the person wants to always go out for drinks. Damn, but that's like a deterrent. I mean, like, I would, I don't know if I felt like somebody told me an alcoholic. I'm for drinks. I'm like, oh, let's go out for drinks. I think that's it, a great first date. Yeah, but I think you kind of initially kind of be like, ah, kind of avoid it a little bit and then wait till the person's really feeling you. Then tell them that maybe. I don't know. Um, if you're struggling with mental health issues, yeah, we said, yeah, I don't, 85% of the world is, I think I would want to up front, but it might not, I wouldn't tell somebody I was a little crazy. Yeah, I'm a little bipolar, but I take my meds. <laughs> How your family handles love, anger, etc. Like, do you believe in beating kids? All of those things. Yeah. 
I could do without that. Yeah, I don't your think family. But the way your family did it is the way you're gonna do it, probably. Not always. Sometimes you learn and say, "Hey, I prefer to do it this way with my child." So who knows? How you are with money, whether Yikes. good or bad. Because, you know, money is the one No one ever says money. how they are with money in the beginning. No one ever says, yeah, I got tons. Well, some people yeah, do say I have tons. No one says what their salary is. And no one says they're broke. Yeah, that's very touchy. Like, how much do you make? That's a very touchy no one, subject. You never really know that until you're trying to buy something with somebody. Yeah. yeah um, if you're allergic to any foods or you have any allergies or diet. Yeah, I think I agree I with that. Right away, I don't eat meat. And I've told you all about that. Planet of Fish date I went on with that jerk <laughs> Planet of Fish I was trying to force me to eat a chicken wing and I was like I told you I don't eat meat maybe first th- and last <laughs> date that is I think that's important yeah health issues that impact your life even my back to this even my um the, the guy that I'm dating now when I'm eating you know you know you're with somebody you might put your fork in their food and eat and he'll do it like very like oh let me taste this he doesn't like, realize. Uh, you could have it. He's like, why? I'm like, because your fork was just in your oxtail, brother. <laughs> now you're dipping it in my fish? Yeah, you could have it. <laughs> so now you know he's like very mindful of it. He's constantly like, oh, let, let me switch forks. And I'm like, thank you. Thank you very much. Well, that's good. He's learning. Yeah. If you have any health issues that impact your life, sp- namely gonorrhea, syphilis, or... Oh, definitely. But people never tell that up front. That is clearly a deterrent. Like, you know, I got the hiv, but uh, I still love you. No, that's not. You're like, what? No one's going to want to pursue that relationship unless you have hiv yourself. Yikes. Well, you Just saying. Different versions of hiv. Oh, my God. Any situation with an ex that may still affect you. Oh, I agree. If you have a crazy ex that's, like, stalking you, you need to tell the person you're dating. And that person you're dating needs to leave. <laughs> Exit. That kind of situation, you do not want to get involved in. Especially if it was, like, a DV situation. You don't want to be with somebody that got that shit going on. Please. Whether or not you've ever been in love, I don't care about that. Yeah, that one is whack. And the things you have to have in this life in order to be happy. Like deal breakers. Right. To like be happy. You have to have Wi-Fi. Like, I have to have a Porsche Cayenne. <laughs> I'm still waiting for it. I have to have Wi-Fi. I have to have going out to eat, like... Three times a week. Oh. For you, it's like every day. Yeah, I do that every day. <laughs> I mean, I do want to go out like every other weekend. Okay, that seems reasonable. To eat out. I do that seems reasonable. In order to be happy. Because then I don't have to cook. Correct. I mean, so, I mean, to wrap this segment up, when should the real sh- you show up? I mean, I think to each his own. I mean, because this might work for my, for my friend with her taking off her wig or whatever. I, I don't know. But I'll tell you this. For me, I really believe that should be in little stages you reveal who you are. And it's not something that you're consciously trying to hide who you are, but there's certain things you're kind of like not openly willing to share as yet because you know it's not the best quality of yourself. So you might not say, hey, you know, I drool in my sleep all the time. You might just want to wait, you know, wait some time so that person could, you know, like see all the great things about you and then kind of overlook the things that are like, yikes. I tell you, I'm, I'm very, right now, especially with this dating thing, you know, considering whatever my life situation is, I feel like I have nothing to lose. So I'm very open about everything because, like, I'm not trying to be like overly. Lying. Are you walking around naked in front of the person that you're with now? Um, but maybe just a shirt and no panty. See, but, but that's still not revealing your true then, self. Like the other day, I was pressing and I was like just pressing in a shirt with no panty, and I was like, "Oh, I'm sorry, I'm like flashing you," and he was like, "I'm used to it by now." 
So, so, so you, you get there. That kind of gave me the prompt that maybe the next time I just well, I go butt naked because I do. I can do that also. I am naked, but regardless, Jesus Christ. Um, yeah, so I feel like I have nothing to lose. So in the front, in the in the beginning of a relationship, I'm very open about the things that people may not want to really want to say. Like, yeah, because you're, you're in a different space I'm now. Not, I feel like I'm not trying to impress anybody. I'm not trying to be anything other than me. So like I'll say like you know what's the one thing you think could be a total deal breaker in a relationship and we'll talk about this late after and I said for me I can tell you I'm I'm not really great or doing housework and I don't cook anymore I, I don't, up front those two things that I used to do a lot of I don't really want to do much of those things anymore so I can lay those out on the table right now and, and tell someone make a decision do I want to well, I want my house clean and I expect her to be cooking every night I'm not the chick. That's it. But you can say that because you're in a different point in your life, too, where yeah. you've been married and you've been done that with someone else who might be a little younger or somebody might be in their <laughs> prime. Ugh. Sorry. Somebody might be in their prime and they might say they're really looking for a mate and they don't want to reveal that. So I guess it also depends on where you are in your life in terms of your life experience and this person that you're with, how you feel about them. So, you know, it all depends. Um, so that's it. Let's do... Uh, Our next segment is... The Caribbean Corner. And as you know, this is kind of a... Carnival is coming up in Trinidad. Oh, yeah. All oh, year we're planning for the next carnival, the next event. <laughs> so today we're going to talk about one new song like we did last week. Yes. So uh, this song, you know, this song I heard it from Rody. I don't know if you know Rody from uh, Trinidad, the guy from Ojo. You know, he does these little impersonation. Oh, yeah. So, and I heard and I heard him sing it. I was like, yo, I like this song. So I'll just give you guys a preview of it. Um, I'll tell you the artist is Nessa Preppy. Um, with Travis World and it's called Issa Snack. Everybody's using this Issa. Like I, at one point I was like, is that Issa? Mm-hmm. <laughs> nah, everybody's using this whole thing, Issa. Issa, Issa. Snack. So listen up. Word, So it's, it's a little snippet. You could, you know, YouTube it, Google it on your own. But I think it's I love, it. I love this song. Yes. I think it's very simple, very basic. But the beat in itself, you hear that beat coming, it's like yes. Love it, love it. So that's my love. I mean, I, I'm seeing a lot of groovy kind of songs coming out now. I guess it usually happens, and the the hype songs come out a little later. But this is a go for me. I like this one. Love it. That's it. Oh, so did you you know um what is the show called? X Factor. X Factor UK, right? Is out. I never look at this. And we but. talked about it because Ola J was on there. I don't know if he's still on there. Is he there. still on there? Mm-hmm. Ola. They love Ola. Jumping around, dancing in front of he spoke. He spoke. Like a clown, but regardless. Um this guy Dalton Harris, who's from Jamaica, is on the show. And he, they posted a picture of him. With sitting on this white guy's lap and the white guy's like hugging him. Um, the white guy's name is Brendan Murray. You know they say fire bun. So you know, I heard about this. I was I was actually with some Jamaicans this weekend and with some, they, Jamaicans. With some Jamaicans and they started talking about it. And yo, when are you not with like, a Jamaican though? They were like this Dalton Harris man. You heard about that? And I was like about what? And it was like sitting on the mod lap. And the guy was like, let's just stop there. No more talking about this. Oh my so God. why you said that? Um, it, you know, Jamaicans have gone into an uproar about this. 
um, saying that how dare you sit on? I mean, even bounty killer is talking about this. Everybody is talking about the fact that this guy was sitting on this man's lap. Wow. And Dalton Harris um, responded and said, "Woke up the internet. Uh, woke up and on the internet and saw something online." And then the same guy that was hugging him came back and hugged him again, the white guy. Oh, God. Um, and he goes, I think if you're so uncomfortable with your sexuality, if you see two dudes hugging is gay, then... But it wasn't just hugging. it. I hugged him again on the video. He said, good. at the end of the day, I'm here living my dream. So is this dude. Um, at the end of the day, we are living our lives and I have nothing to prove. But it's funny for me that my own country, women I fight for every single day, is showing up our asses like this in such a horrible way. And it is not good representation because we are not dumb people. And who me sleep with, this has nothing to do with who I am sleeping with, hugging this and the guy hugged him again. I am a single man not sleeping with a man. Peace and love, not an explanation. Mind your business. Peace and Mind love. your in business. Mind your business. That's nice. basically what he said. Um, <laughs> Yikes. I mean, I mean, because certain things as <laughs> fire bond, like, certain things are just inappropriate for men to do. And, you know, you go into people say, oh, if it was a woman sitting on a woman, it's totally different. We all know that. There's no comparison. It's totally different. Two women going out to eat versus two men going out to eat. Or two women whining together with two men whining together. It yeah, looks different. You know, two women whining versus two men whining. It's different. But the thing about it is, and it's not the fact that he was just hugging this guy. It was the fact that he was sitting on his lap. And he also, like, he's freaking cooning, too. Like, I understand you in the UK. why he's doing it. Because he wants to win. God. So it's sell our soul just to win? Shit. It's a million dollars, sis. Is that enough to sell your soul? It's a I'm like, come the hell on here. I mean, Dalton Harris, you know, just give it a couple of years and then he'll be out. Just give it a couple of years, we'll then he'll be out. Well, you know, he'll be out, bent over. Times. You know, yeah, whatever, whatever <laughs> makes you happy, if it makes you No, exactly. Just come out and say what it is. If, if I mean, if. Standing your truth. Yeah, I, I respect that. I like what he says. He says, I'm, I'm a single man that's sleeping with the man. That was cute. Um, my baby father, Marshall Montano, his birthday was this week. Happy birthday. HB. And on his birthday, he dropped a song with Farmer Nappy with a picture of him and Farmer Nappy. When they were young. Oh, my gosh. So uh, they've been rocking together for a long time. And isn't that something? It's almost like Marshall was the little one, Farmer Nappy was the big one, and now Marshall is the big one. In terms of status. You know, he always brings Farmer Nappy, Patrice Roberts, and yes, together. Yes, crew, yeah. So that's his little crew. But definitely, he dropped. They dropped a new song called Day One, which is basically talking about friendship. Not lamey, but we'll talk about it. Yeah, it's not that great, but I mean, I respect Whatever. it. You know. So we have a shout out. Shout out to Beyonce and Rihanna. I mean, they also mentioned J Lo, but come on, J Lo from the block. But um, on November nineteenth, Forbes revealed the top ten that is calculated between the earnings from June two thousand seventeen to June two thousand eighteen, and Beyonce, Rihanna, and J Lo are the ones that made the cut basically what, the most what uh pay i guess uh earnings bringing in earnings as an artist yes so that was the highest paid woman in music you know as it would say so that that's really cool i mean i i love rihanna um beyonce yeah she's cool i mean we all expect that especially with her you know beyonce has been in the game for a long time i mean so has rihanna but beyonce has been in the game longer you know she's come from a group so She's well established, so it's just good to see black women doing great things and making that money. 
Make Always. That money. Don't let that money make you. Yes. What's that you from? Know, oh, Players Club. Like, so you know, last week we did not post. It was Thanksgiving and we missed you and we hope that you missed us, but we're back. We're back back. in the week. You don't get it twisted. We're back, bitches. We never left. <laughs> Later.